0: That's the sound of the horn. Welcome to James Harden at the Garden Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris co available for all games and back-to-backs. With me, as always, Burbank Well, the
1: season's over, Clippers fans. It didn't work in the very first game of inserting a brand new starter. Uh, That's it. You're right. You're right. It didn't work. I guess we just forfeit the season because it didn't work on the first game. That's it. We had a good run. I'm pretty
0: sure <laughs> they play 82 games and not six, Hank. Now they play. I don't eight, they play
1: 82 games, and now that I've done my little joke, uh, I I felt like we saw some really nice stuff from James Harden. I mean, considering the fact the guy hasn't probably played basketball for six months.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, he probably hasn't. Games
1: left.
2: He probably six games left. A lot yeah. of
1: games left. He's not played with the team. He's got the rust flakes. Um, and still he played nice. I thought I played nicely. What was weirder for you to see Harden
0: in a Clippers jersey or the first time you saw Westbrook in a Clippers
1: jersey? Uh Harden. Harden, yeah, but but honestly, but honestly, for some reason, it didn't feel weird. Tonight did not feel weird for me. It did um, not feel weird for Matt. He went 50% from three. He went six of nine from the field. He got 17 points, six assists. He didn't put a shot up in the first quarter. How many minutes? I know he was on a minutes restriction. 31 minutes. Not a short not a short amount of minutes. They All the starters played around 30, 31, 32. Paul George played 34. Um, it Paul really,
0: George was horrible tonight.
1: He you was know. horrible. He was horrible. But, I mean, Westbrook had four turnovers. Zubots had five turnovers. Paul George had four turnovers. And Paul George was 2'11 from the field. And now what I – hit my only caution – about Mm. our four-star lineup, all of whom Mm -hmm. are players who like to have the ball in their hands, Um, is that Paul George in particular likes to have the ball in his hands um, to create his own shot. I don't know how much he is a catch-and-shoot guy, uh, but he usually is much better. He was great against the Lakers.
0: Uh, He's been great all season. And and frankly, if we had had
1: Harden even coming off of the bench versus the Lakers when we couldn't buy a bucket, we would have won that game. Mm. We would have won that game. But I guess, you know. Well, we're on a two-game skid. We're playing
0: for sure very are. depressing 500 basketball. As a team that's been a winning team for, I think it's 13 seasons in a row right now, whatever it is, it's the longest active streak in the NBA. It's depressing when you're not a winning basketball team. Now, here's the deal. We're undefeated at home. We haven't had a win on the road, including a road game in Los Angeles, which I do want to talk about because the league did everything every single thing in their power to give that game to the L word. They really did. It was night two of a back-to-back for us. L word coming off rest. It was a three and four for us. It was our third game in four days. Not only that, but it was night two of a back-to-back. We won the night before versus Orlando in, in decisive fashion. It was a pretty close game for the first half, three quarters. And then we kind of ran away with it, which is, what we like to do, Clippers, home, blowout Ws. We've won by a lot in these home games. We're 3-0, and perfect at home. Yikes. We're 0-3 on the road. we got to straighten it out. Up next is Brook of Brooka, of Brooklyn. And then Friday, I've got some exciting news. Are you seated in the Dawn Patrol studios out there in Burbank? I certainly am.
1: Comfortably so on a cushion, if I might add.
0: Are you familiar With something called Baller Vision. No, I don't know what you're talking about. So, Baller Vision is a feature. If you get Clipper Vision, okay, which only costs 99 bucks, I'm pretty sure if you get it now. Clipper Vision is you get every single home game on Bally Sports or you go to the NBA app and you can watch it on the NBA app, okay? Either Bally Sports app or the NBA app if you get the 99 buck Clipper Vision. You get every home game that's locally covered. I, I, I believe you get the KTLA games. Don't quote me. But now, Baller you can watch it in a couple of different ways. You can watch it in Game Day Vision, which is basically Brian Seaman and Fratello calling the game or Jim Jackson calling the game, right? Brian Seaman, the voice of the LA Clippers. Or you can go over to Baller Vision. Now, the Clippers sent me a Baller Vision link. And the hosts for Baller Vision were Baron Davis, Quentin Richardson, Maddie Boneyard-Barnes, and Lamar Odom. Oh, that's So I'm fun. not exactly sure who the heck is going to be there on Friday, but I am 100% confident that Chris Kawild will be in the building Friday, 5.30 p.m. local time. Clippers versus Dallas Mavericks. Baller Vision starring yours truly Chris Kowald. I am fired up, heck. I'm not sure I understand what you're telling me. I, the Clippers I, I, invited me to be on Baller Vision Friday night. Oh my gosh. Huge news for Clipcast fans and Clippers Nation. Huge news. That's awesome. In news that reverberates from Redondo Beach all the way to Burbank and across this great Southland. But also, I just wanted to have a silver lining in the rain cloud of two straight losses, including an L versus the L-word. That was that was very depressing, and you and I watched that game together. And even holding hands, weeping into each other's arms did nothing to raise our morale
1: after that L. No, it was a bummer. It was a big, fat bummer.
0: But we did get in your hot uh, in your hot tub and let the pain melt away at max heat, somewhere around 104 degrees, and it felt great. But it didn't feel great to lose to the L word. But man alive, did it feel great to have that improbable come-from-behind tie to tie it up and send it into OT. What's his name? D'Angelo Russell. Could have hit the game winner for the L word. Didn't. Clippers took an early lead in OT, but just could not get it done, lost by five, and you hate to see it. The night before, we won versus the Orlando Magic. Obviously, we're the talk of all of professional sports because James Harden is here. Fear the beard. He's part of Clipper Nation. Everybody keeps saying we've got four first-ballot Hall of Famers in our starting lineup. Sprinkle in the Croatian sensation, Ivica Zubac. Tonight was the first night we got a sample of the fabulous foursome who played all right, I mean, it was tied going into the half for yeah, it was 76 76 at one point.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was 76 76 in the third quarter, I want to say. My birth
0: year, very respectful. I mean, we, very were ver- respectful. we
1: were very much in the game, it seemed as though we were holding on to the game, and then despite the fourth, all the turnovers, the fourth quarter in particular, it just went to heck. Uh, and RJ Barrett got hard, I uh, got, got hard, oh, excuse me, RJ Barrett wow. got hot. Uh, Randall got hot. Brunson was great. Hartenstein was catching lobs for dunks, um, Mm -hmm. all in conjunction with us not playing great. And, and even the third quarter where we, that's where we often stumble. I mean, we beat, we won the first quarter by two. We won the second quarter by two. We lost the third quarter by four. So starting the fourth quarter, we were tied up. And then we only scored 21 points in the fourth quarter, and they scored 35 points. It's just that fourth quarter was where it all went away.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, we're not going to win. Well, actually, we can win when Paul George shoots two for 11. It's just that everything else has to go right. And there were just way too many turnovers tonight in New York City, in midtown Manhattan, in the arena above the train station, Penn Station.
1: Yeah, we just you can't win when you're getting turnovers, man. And we and that was our that was a problem for us last season. For sure it was. But you insert a new guy handling the ball, you know, and that work the offense is confused. James Harden wants to hold the ball. He wants to be the focal point of the offense. I understand he's our shooting guard guard technically, but he's coming down the court with the ball plenty of times and he's shot great. He went 8 of 13. I mean, we're just
0: playing with two point guards, right? Yeah, but I
1: I mean, he's not in the flow of our offense. So there's going to be turnovers. Um, Yeah, there's got to be a learning curve, you would imagine. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and And you want Zubas to get more than eight points, but you really want Paul George to get more than 10 points. And his 2 of 11 and 1 of 6 from 3 is pretty bad. Now, now, and also, or, by the way, both teams were, were shooting pretty poorly from three to start. I want to say at one point it was like both teams were combine, combined two of 27 from three uh, in in the first or so, late first quarter, early second quarter. Like they put up a ton of threes and nobody was hitting anything. Maybe it was more like two of 18 or two of 20, but it was bad. Uh, but we stayed bad
0: <laughs> from three. Yeah, the Knicks. Kawhi Leonard, two of
1: six. Russell Westbrook, one of three. James right. Harden arguably was our best player on the court, um, but you wouldn't know anyone. From, I mean, the only the only player who came out with a positive plus minus of, of any note was Mason Plumley, and let's hope his knee's okay.
0: Ah, that's what I need to talk to Burbank Hanks. Crankled ankle report. Rankle Well, it doesn't belong report. in the
1: ankle Rankle report. It's still only Terrence Mann with his with his ankle uh, on that report. Oh, but so I. It's only ankle. It's ankle
0: exclusive. I thought it was just a cheeky name for an injury report. But no, you're saying no. you will only report on ankles. Yes. So, so Mason Plumley, you have nothing to say about what happened to him.
1: Oh man, I'll talk about his injury, but it, I, well, I'll <laughs> but do it, it outside. Part of your... Excuse me. I'll do. I'll do it outside. Ankle leg, it's not called the leg. It's not called the leg rankle. It's not the peg leg report? I'll talk about it outside the ankle wrinkle. That concludes the ankle wrinkle report. Now I'll talk about Mason Plumley. Right. His what happened is, to him? His knee is hurt. Uh, Man, was the it, biggest
0: big boy, too, just ran right into him. What's his name?
1: Oh, uh, the, 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 the big I thought it was Julius Randle. Oh, is it Robinson who did it?
0: Julius Randall. Julius oh, Randle, yeah, their power powerful. into his slid, knee. Slid, gir- like tackled bent the wrong him. way. But yeah.
1: Yikes. It's not great. It's not HD's knees, D's knees report. No, it's certainly not that. And thank you for not saying D's nuts, because this is a kid's show.
0: Well, you're the one who's talking about how hot and hard guys are, and now you're talking about <laughs> D's
1: nuts on the show.
0: Well, but I misspoke. For God's sake.
1: I misspoke. <laughs> a yeah, we need we need all those
0: hormones, Hank.
1: In a world where we don't have a ton of power forwards, we certainly can't be losing our backup center. We need bigs.
2: Um, yeah, and we
0: saw Musa Diabate in there filling the void and not really impressing, God bless him. It was a rough one tonight in New York City. We really got to rally and beat Brooklyn on Wednesday. We've got a tough road ahead. We've got at Brooklyn, at Dallas, versus a very solid Maverick team that yeah, has only and, lost oh, and once, what, I believe.
1: and what's-his-name talks to himself. I can't even remember his name. Oh, Luka Doncic. Blech. He's playing great this season. Six and one Dallas Mavericks. Yikes.
0: You'd want to go in to beat the Knicks who actually, that was the first time they won in Madison square garden. This season was tonight. They were Blah, two and four.
1: They were two and four for the love of Pete going into the, into the night. You want to beat them. They were and um,
0: two at home
1: until tonight. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then brook of brook of Brooklyn nets three and four again. zero and three in New York City. So the Knicks and Nets before tonight were a combined 0 and 5 in the all five boroughs. But the Knickerbockers get their first win. Hopefully the
1: Nets do not on Wednesday, and we can figure it out and get out of this two-game skid. Yeah, we well, we need to. It's going to be tough to do it on the road, man. It's going to be tough to do it on the road versus great teams. That's for sure. All right. Um, so I don't know, are, the Nets, are the Nets any good this season? Nah, they're 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 like the Knicks. They kind of stink. No, we lost to the Knicks. We lost to the Knicks.
0: (laughs) I know. So the Knicks were two and four, and now they're three and four. And the Brooklyn Nets are three and four, tied with the Knicks. So we got to get this W. Dallas is going to be a tough one Friday. That's why the I'm sure I was a ball. I'm sure Steve Ballmer. I'm sure this was a request from the top. I'm sure that he reached out to the people at Clipper Vision. I don't even know if I'm saying I don't know if it's Clippers' vision or Clipper vision. but regardless, I'm sure Balmer reached out and said, you
2: gotta get Chris Wild on Ballmer vision.
0: Uh, sir, it's actually Baller vision.
2: How dare you correct me? It's
0: Ballmer vision. Yeah, yes sir it's it's Balmer Vision sir. you gotta get Coil. Now my my job. Is to go in there, razzle dazzle them, and then for them to ask me back, and I go, Yeah, i c I'll come back, but I gotta bring Burbank Hank with me, too,
1: too. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going so you in better, you better, because fr- nice. frankly, I'm flummoxed that you are oh. that you have not already
0: floated that got and got me today.
1: in. Yeah, but you could said asked I gotta bring today. my bro- You could have said I gotta bring my broadcast <laughs> partner.
0: Well, the rate they're paying me is so high. Just, no,
1: are they paying you?
0: I don't know if they have got that kinda of, they got kind of that kind of spare change left in the till because it's all going to get Chris Cowilde out of Redondo, out of the Tiki Hut studio, where he watches the game and then goes and clipcasts with his best friend and broadcasting partner two toot Hank Dipman, Burbank Hank, everybody. But Friday night, I'm going in there, I'm going to try to make nice, I'm going to try to get asked back, and when they ask me back, I'm going to be like, you know what's even better than just the kid, points to self, is when I bring the Mike Smith to my Ralph Lawler, when I bring the Mike Fratello slash Jim Jackson to my Brian Seaman, when I bring the Adam Oslin to my new radio DJ guy, whose name I forget. But that kid, I'll tell you something. I've listened to three games, portions of three games called
1: by that kid. He's getting better every
0: single game.
1: Because, oh, he'd, ha- he'd have to. But, he's he, hey, he's got tough shoes to fill. I mean, oh, Eagle Brian was Seaman was the GOAT. No, Brian Eagle Seaman, greatest Eagle was, radio announcer for Clippers ever. Eagle was better a, than Lawler. Eagle was an epiphany. I mean, his first season calling basketball games on radio, Noah Eagle was incredible. What? Runs in the blood. Runs yes. the family.
0: He's a legacy. He's a legacy.
1: Adam Osland, I can't say enough about. I love Adam Osland. So I mean, it's tough. It's tough. You throw a new guy in there. They can't. You know, it can't all be gold. You can't just keep finding gold. He's class sometimes of '23, you... USC. He was so, undergrad just a few weeks ago. But sometimes you got. Sometimes you get a guy and he learns on the job and it's. He's going to be great. He is getting trial better. by fire. I, I I literally think he's getting better and
0: better. Every single game. no, oh, for the sure. The only thing I want him to do, hold that microphone a little closer. I want oh. to hear more. I want to hear more volume from this guy.
1: I like and it. I, when I listened I, on the radio the other night, I yeah. liked his game call. He, he's just going to get better and better with this flourish. But I liked his Absolutely. game call. I thought his description of the game uh, was great. Was great. Like as far as like t- calling the game was great, but I mean it takes time. It's play to, by play. It takes yes, yeah, play by play, but it takes time to build up your leather larcenies and your <laughs> your co- your coffee puns. Your, you gotta oh build that oh stuff my. up. I mean Siemens the complete package. And Noah Eagle is it's he's died in the wool. He's right. died in the wool. And now Noah Eagle, did you say Noah Eagle is now calling with his dad? He works over there with the Yankee
0: Entertainment Sports Network for the Brooklyn Nets, so we'll probably find out Wednesday what the heck's going on over there in Brooklyn. But his dad, Noah Eagle's dad, is Ion Eagle or Iron Eagle or something, and he's been calling Nets games for decades. And now Noah Eagle is out there working with Pops, and he also does all these Nickelodeon Slime Time NFL games. He was calling Olympic basketball. Like, the kid is the real Wait,
1: Noah Eagle was? Yes, bro. Yes, bro. Oh, I like that. All right, I like so that the new for guy
0: for the Clippers is Carlo Jimenez. He is the voice of the Los Angeles Clippers radio. He was literally a USC Trojan, class of 23, I believe, just weeks ago. He graduated in May. This is a dream job for this kid, and I'm telling you, I've heard him three games. He gets better and better every game. It's very important to be a good radio Clippers announcer, especially when the team is on the road because – Usually the guys play right in the heart of rush hour traffic and the o- I used to Brian Seaman was so damn good on the radio that I looked forward to rush hour track Traffic. I would go out of my way. I would take the 405 to the 101 to the 110 to the 105 back to the 405 and just do a loop because I was having so much darn fun listening to Brian Seaman and of course Ralph Lawler before him. So yes, these are big shoes to fill. And I think our guy Carlo Jimenez is gonna be the guy. He's gonna he's gonna get he's getting telling you, he's getting better every single game. Clipcast unlistenable in its first season, Hank. unlistenable. But now here we are, <laughs> oh, no, season on. 12, and it is it is clipper butter for oh, years. Oh, it's fun.
1: It's fun and we, but also the clip great fans. Great fans that support the podcast, great clipper games. It's great. Well, I'm all great fired community. up going on
0: Clipper Vision cuz the psychopath fans are going to be watching baller vision on Clipper Vision. And, and then if they if they don't know about ClipCast, they're going to know about it by the oh end of the game. Oh, my gosh, I love I'll it. I'll tell you that much.
1: I love it. You just were saying to me, how do we get more listeners? This is how you do it, buddy. This I'm telling literally you, the NBA you gods
0: it. were listening, and they provided. I appreciate their services. All right, Hank, I know this is exciting for you because you're a big NBA Cup guy, okay? So Friday <laughs> at Dallas is game one for the seeding positions for the NBA uh... Cup.
1: I'm ne- what was that? I'm that worried. was like a groan of excitement. No, I'm worried in general, <laughs> and I don't want games to mean anything right now. I mean, it's early in the season, and so you have time. But when right. you're but when you're looking, even just simply at our division, just the Pacific division, although we are still holding on to second. Uh, right. When you just think about the fact that it's us, the Warriors, the L word, Phoenix and Sacramento simply in our division. The division is sure. so stacked. Oh, yeah, that I'm just I, I'm nervous and, I, and I'm realizing in this moment. I just don't need to be. We're six. We are not 10 percent into the season. No, not at all. And, and so and so it's shot. OK. It's OK. Yeah. But I am You're absolutely right. But I am feeling anxious. Um, Hank, just anxious, 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 anxious. Anxious, Hank. Hank's just anxious. Hanx because, just because anxious. Hank's just anxious. Because in fact, because in fact, we are we are in the play in right now. But that's of course an asinine statement to make because none of this seating means anything except if you're seven and one or something, which is like a hot start that the Nuggets have. Um, but the Mavs are six and one, and I didn't see, I didn't see that coming. I'll tell you bit. something. There is a
0: couple of days ago, maybe even as soon as this morning. There was one undefeated team in the NBA, but guess what? They lost. The Boston Celtics were the only undefeated team at 5-0, and but they lost. So the best record in all of the NBA is the Denver Nuggets at 7-1. and Your NBA champion, oh, so- Denver Nuggets- and they're still the team to beat until we figure it out. I mean, out didn't
1: they right. dominate like that last season? Weren't they just some crazy number head? But they didn't start seven and one last season.
0: No, they didn't. And they also weren't even a sixty-win team, which is kind of crazy. They were in the mid forty, like mid fifties. Excuse me. I think they won about fifty-four games, fifty-five max. But there was only two teams in the West that had fifty or more wins, and the third seed got in with, like I want to say, 48 wins. I don't have it in front of me. But the West was so competitive last year. I think kind of the entire NBA is kind of evened out where it's just vastly more competitive. There aren't these, like, you know, that one year. Now, granted, the Warriors didn't win at all that one year that they beat the Bulls record. But that was a team that went something nuts like, 73 and nine or something crazy. And you're just not seeing that. You're not even seeing 60 win teams. So well, you, you don't might need to win. You might, 60 might this games. season,
1: man, you might oh, this season, might. like Dallas Mavericks being six and one to me is quite possibly an anomaly. The Denver nuggets being seven and one to me feels makes like sense in the world, like where things are headed for them. Right. You know, I don't and know the if Celtics the Knicks can hold and on Sixers to
0: Sixers are both 5 and 1, only one loss between the Sixers and the Celtics, which makes sense. They're always the beasts of the east. The Milwaukee Bucks right behind them. It's obviously plenty plenty early. And I think next clipcast we've got to just go ahead and make our Western Conference predictions we have which we have yet to oh, do. Oh, we didn't and do that, it. We didn't and do that, it. I think it'll help to have about 10, 12 games under our belt before we can really make an educated
1: Estimated guess. Yeah, last year we made a real educated guess and it was really wrong.
0: We were super <laughs> wrong. Well, we had no idea that Kings were going to be as competitive as they were. No, we didn't.
1: I and bet P. Karen would have S- known, though. I bet your son
0: knew. He knew. But P.S., they're two and four right now, pal. And the know, Utah Jazz, we thought we're gonna the bottom was gonna fall out. And guess what? We were just a year early because the bottom has fallen out and they're two and six. Memphis Grizzlies with gunny Joe shoot 'em up is one and six. Ja Morant has yet to play, but he did buy
1: twelve more guns today. So that's exciting. Oh, that's good. That's good. I mean, you, you have to wonder what's gonna happen with the Phoenix Suns, too. I mean, you wonder Bradley Be- has Bradley Beal still not played? I don't and I don't think Devon Bouquet is active either. It's just a Kevin Oh, he Blanchard was over there. He was. Is he now injured?
0: Uh, well, I I know oh, he game. has a, that's
1: right, he has a strained cat. He has a strained calf. But I wouldn't right. know that because it's not no. his ankle. Am I making because, my point clear? Well, I I was
0: told that Hank's calf time report. Oh, ah, that's next good. Oh, that's new, good. That's good, buddy. Great segment. <laughs> that i I want to if you don't mind rehearse for friday's baller vision because i feel like i'm gonna be there and i'm gonna be the only one who has any idea what the heck's going on with the nba cup and i I feel like you're the perfect well wait a second now wait a second now wait a second
1: you don't know that you listened to this one time before and it was legitimate previous nba players you don't know who you're doing this with you could be in there with with nba players it could be you and Corey mcgetty i assume the
0: reason they asked me today which is monday my sources are telling me for friday's game is because everyone else in america canceled what's well,
1: veterans guess. day weekend it is that's right but that's Kieran not a huge travel that's not like a huge day. it's not like a huge travel weekend or anything like that for people is it maybe well,
0: it's Election Day Tuesday, and the NBA has no games on Election Day. They have no games on Super Tuesday, which during an off-presidential year I think is bananas, but good for them. They've decided to take Election Day off and encourage all the fans to go out and vote, and I 100% agree. You can't complain about a darn thing if you're not voting, folks. Get out there, register to vote, vote early, vote often. No, just, I don't once. Vote multiple no, no times. just one. <laughs> no, no, just one time.
1: No, just the the official stance. The official vote. No, no, The official stance of Clipcast is you vote one time. No,
0: I just. I'm not saying vote multiple times in the same election. You said vote often. I'm saying vote. You're often. suggesting vote voter every fraud.
1: Election. Oh my gosh!
2: First this of all.
0: Okay, well look, here's the thing. I've got two <laughs> special guests tonight that I did that I wanted to keep from you. Oh, talking no, please, about election no. day. It's Vermont Senator Bernie oh, Sanders and God. former it, president
1: Donald, Donald Trump. Tr- uh, I'll take a nap. Go ahead.
2: It's so great to be here. You guys are my favorite clippers podcast. You're the best, the greatest
0: clippers podcast I've ever heard. My sources are telling me that you've been going for seventy-five seasons. Before they even had podcasts back then, you were on the radio and you were the greatest. You know, here's the thing about radio, okay, Donald, okay? You and I are a couple of old guys from New York City, all right? But we did pretty good for ourselves, okay? (laughs) You were president of the United States. And I am Bernie Sanders, who is common law husband to AOC, okay? So here's the thing. Super Tuesday is tomorrow. Go out and vote oily and often. You shouldn't vote often. You should only vote once, Bern. You can't vote more... Hold on, let's wake up
1: Burbank. Oh my, Hank. this is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst moment of the Clipcast since I joined it. Uh, I'll oh, say. I
0: thought you were going to say this is the worst moment of Clipcast since the last
1: Clipcast, which you <laughs> said was the
0: worst
1: <laughs> moment of Clipcast. <laughs> it has definitely become one of my favorite, charming Burbank Hank gags, and they're all great. Doot,
2: doot, 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 doot,
1: uh, All right, so the NBA Cup is that, coming and up. And by the Friday. way, hey Clippers, win some games, please, so that we don't end up doing impression cast because we're so <laughs> we are so but if this is your no first to, nice hey, if this is your about. first time listening to the clipcast and you haven't turned it off yet, to go back and listen to some of our past episodes. It's it's hard it's hard to get excited when we lose. This is why we used to only do the clipcast when we'd win. That's right.
0: Which is why we did not clipcast
1: even though we watched the game
0: together. The other night when we we were together, because
1: we were like, "Eh, "Let's just do it next time." Yeah, like let's just drink in the hot tub, and that's what we did. We had just dropped two episodes like forty eight hours earlier. Yeah, yeah, back uh, within
0: twenty four hours of each other. We're big quality, not quantity, guys. Well, that's true. Which is a real head scratcher if you've listened to this episode, which has neither
1: of those. (laughs) (laughs) It's not been great. It's not been great, but I do like sitting around and talking basketball with my buddy. Now, you want to talk about the cup.
0: The NBA cup is rearing its beautiful, golden, bedazzled head starting on Friday at Dallas. Now, there are 30 teams in the NBA. 30 teams will compete For the NBA Cup, they've broken it into three divisions per conference, six overall. It is still West versus East in, I believe, the seeding rounds. So in our division is the Dallas Mavericks, who we play on the road Friday night. The Denver Nuggets, who we play on the road Tuesday night. The Houston Rockets, who we play at home the following Friday night. And then the decisive seeding round game versus home a week later New Orleans Pelicans. So, there are 5 teams in our division, Clippers, Mavericks, Nuggets, Rockets, Pelicans. If we are the if we have the best record out of those teams versus those teams, okay? Then we go on to the quarterfinals and it is now a single elimination Elite eight, okay? And the final four happens in Vegas. So if we win our division, we automatically are entered in the quarterfinals. However, if, say, the NBA champion Denver Nuggets, who have only lost one game this season, somehow finish on top of us that does not mean that we are eliminated from contention because we can still get in as a wild card we just have to have the best record of the non number one seeds if that makes sense it, gosh, does. I hope it does it does okay, make good. sense yeah i'm, okay, I'm following good. i'm following because the last time i described it to you i don't think it made a lick of sense to you and i'm glad i think i'm getting through i think maybe i described it a little bit better this time around
1: it might just be the second time hearing it, or maybe I've just accepted it. I'm also living in denial. I wish you could remember who said it. I believe it was an NBA player that suggested what would make the cup really great would be if the winner of the cup clinched a playoff slot. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. And I believe it was a player that suggested that, and I wish I could remember. If you're listening, to the, you're listening, if you're hearing me say this, if you know who the player is... Go on to whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, Apple Podcasts, whatever, Spotify, whatever. Put it up there. Give us the answer because we want to know or find me at Henry Dittman on X or Twitter or whatever it is. Uh, But that would make it really exciting. As it is right now, again, to me, it feels like a trap. Because the worst thing you could do would be win the cup and then not make it to the finals. I mean, sure, you, or not make it into the playoffs. Even well, well that would be the worst, worst that could happen. But at some I, I point, a like team that, is going to win that, the, that
0: c- would add incentive. You guarantee if you win the NBA Cup, you guaranteed. are guaranteed you are guaranteed, pl- like guaranteed in the slot in the like maybe you are guaranteed in the play in. And no, then I mean, I mean th- th- but that th- but guaranteeing the play in doesn't
1: raise the stakes. Does that make sense? Because you nah, can you're lose right. the play in. You are right. You have to you get you get in there, or maybe the two teams that make the championship game are automatic six seeds or they get an automatic wild. Like I just think it would be so my theory
0: was my theory was play for dough and they are playing for dough. The winner gets $500,000 each, but I say make it a million because the guys will play their asses off for $1 million.
1: But that's what I love about does it, does baseball still have the deal that the winner of the all-star game gets home field advantage? I don't playoffs. believe they do that anymore. They don't do that anymore. Like, they I, used I, to. I feel like that's literally what they should be doing for the All-Star game. It would make it far more competitive instead of being what it is right now, which is no one plays defense. If you got out there and you're like, hey, the winner of this game gets home court advantage in the finals,
0: right.
1: that now you're talking. Now now you've got stakes. You know. Also, I like the NBA I want to stay. Cup.
0: I, I'm very interested. I'm very intrigued. I'm pro-Cup. It, it i will genuinely board. watch whatever that final 4 matchup is i will watch all of them i will certainly watch the nba cup finals my dream is of course to go to it i don't know if it's always going to be in vegas that i don't know i hope that one year it the final 4 of the nba cup is in the intuit dome i really hope and pray that happens because that i would 100% oh
1: they'll to have go to, go to spread the wealth they'll have to spread the wealth other other teams are going to well, I don't know. Are they? Go- they're going to want it. Other other well, cities. Well, that's are the thing. They can't-
0: They probably want it on neutral ground, and then they also obviously want to involve cities that don't have an NBA team to give them that sweet, sweet taste. So that's why it's in Vegas. And then, of course, there's rumors running rampant that Vegas is going to get an NBA Vegas, team. Vegas, Vegas in Seattle. Is yeah, get an NBA team. Yeah. yeah. And if they were to do that, then someone would have to move into the Eastern Conference. If they add two teams and they get a 32 team league then you need 16 in each conference and Vegas and Seattle are both in the western conference so that's you'd have to get rid of somebody and ship them to the east
1: yeah well there's there are teams that geographically don't necessarily make sense where they are right New Orleans should not be in the East. I mean, in the West. In the Western Conference, yes.
0: And then also there's an argument because uh, Minnesota Timberwolves are so close to Milwaukee and Chicago, who are both Eastern Conference teams, that they're like, why not just put us in the East? It's right there. We could take the bus. We could take the Brewer
1: Express
0: to Milwaukee and Chicago. The Bratwurst special. Yeah, so if if
1: I put a map in front of you without city names... Could you locate min- uh, Minneapolis on the map? I would look for <laughs> two I look. lakes. I would in look.
0: Minnesota don't they I have would two look at it. twin cities? I would take another the time. I
1: si- put. I could spectacles. find Saint
0: Paul. I just cannot locate Minneapolis to save my life. <laughs> but I could find Saint Paul easy.
1: I had a college girlfriend who moved there for a time, and then when she came back to visit, I said, "How is it?" And she said, "Cold." It's very and did
0: she need you to warm her?
1: Uh, it didn't work out.
0: <laughs> I never warmed her. She was very nice. So... <laughs> she
1: deserved better.
0: Most, most of our exes deserved better. And they got it. <laughs> our poor wives. Oh, oh man. They our really poor, blew poor it. Wives.
1: They really blew it. They deserve to be happy, and they never will be. No. Uh, because we to, love the
0: Clippers and each other, they and <laughs> and, we refer to each other. And as, they come third.
1: And they know that. And, <laughs> and the, well, actually there was, fourth behind the kids. Wasn't it your wife at one point where I referred to you as my boyfriend, and she and she said he's your husband.
0: <laughs> I, for, Your Honor, I have no idea what he's talking about, but I do have with me uh, a special guest. Oh no. For- <laughs>
1: It's Kermit the Frog, or some other irrelevant. Uh, please It's don't. Ross
0: from Friends. Um, Rachel. Um, we were on a break. Boo.
1: <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Terrible. Just uh. like the, these last couple of losses. Have been Ugh, terrible. Paul George, Paul George, instrumental in bringing us to overtime versus the Lakers. Although my direct... percent By the way, I have now done the research. It was not my failure. It was the DirecTV that failed on its auto-extend setting, Chris. It was not me. We didn't get sure. to watch the fourth, the fourth quarter comeback. But frankly, I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't watch that last 15 minutes just to watch the loss. We did see the overtime. Uh, it was a bummer. I would have liked to have seen the thrilling
0: come-from-behind tie it up. And then I also would have liked to have seen D'Angelo Russell crap the bed and not get the game winner. However, in real time, it was, look, if we would have seen that comeback, we would have been screaming, singing, clothing would have been removed. We would have cannonballed into the hot tub. Like we, we would have gotten outrageous. The cops would have come. They would have given us the hose or something. And then to see the and Clippers then. lose after all of that. Ugh. And because of the cock... We wouldn't have lost shored, with James Harden. The cockshort arrogance of going and thinking we're going to get 12 straight despite the fact that the NBA gives the L word the, the day off beforehand. They just didn't want... They just couldn't handle that we beat back. them.
1: They couldn't handle that we beat them every game. They really set us up to fail. So let me ask you this. After seeing tonight's game... Would you would you just put the same thing on the court, or would you try out Russell Westbrook or James Harden coming off the bench for our next game? Well, what do I you do? Be
0: honest, like we, we, I, I would keep it. A, I would keep the starting five. What Ty Lue did, I, I got to see what it does at Brooklyn. I got to I got to get a bigger sample size because, like I said, it was 76-76. We were hanging tough. We had the lead. We had at the, the lead half.
1: for a lot of the game.
0: Yeah, so, you know, we look good in the first half. So there you go. There's your starting five. They just didn't, they didn't seal the deal. And also, it just, it was a wonky game. You know, James Harden averages ten assists. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he got six. That's four short of his average. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot. We had we had a lot of turn. Everybody had turnovers. I, did I, you did you hear the stat? Didn't. Did
1: you hear the stat that since 2006? PJ Tucker of active players has hit the most corner threes of any player. And number two is Steph Curry.
0: That is wild. Now, obviously since 2006, so that, that, you know, how many guys have been around since 06, right? So it's, it's long. And, you know, PJ Tucker obviously is long in the tooth. I believe he's 38 years young everybody won't shut up about how lebron james i don't think i'm pronouncing that right for the l word is the oldest player in the nba and i believe he is also 38 so pj tucker is one of if not you know the elder stateman, uh statesman of the nba so yes i i love the fact that he's out there making corner threes and he's with prolific company like Steph Curry, the greatest shooter in the history of the game. I also saw a statistic tonight when I was watching my Clipper vision that James Harden leads the league in the past four or five seasons on three-pointers or assists for three-pointers. I love that. So the tandem of either sinking it or passing to the open guy to hit the three, he leads the league and Steph Curry, once again, number two.
1: Well, I love that James Harden did not put a shot up. Unless I missed this, he did not put a shot up in the first quarter. Yeah, I mean it's true sure that quarter, he's here he to be a distributor,
0: gish. but he's also got to get used to he's also got to get used to, you know, the system. And I understand he said he is the I system. am a system. So tell me about some cuz I'm off social media for my own mental health and you're not. So you know what's going on. Apparently, Everybody had an opinion about James Harden's press conference. What was your takeaway?
1: Oh, I didn't listen to much of it. I I don't really, uh, to be honest with you. Right now, I'm not. I, I yes, I'm on social media, but honestly, I'm only looking for updates of injuries and stuff like that. My understanding. Oh, sure, for the my, rankled my, ankle report. That's right. And
0: for the calf time report. No,
1: no ankles only. Ankles only. <laughs> uh, Far, I will say this because I really trust him um, in all things basketball. Farbod. Special Clippers basketball. Farbod pushed back on all of the because there was a lot of hubbub that he said. Um, this is what
0: I'm talking about. I, I don't, don't know. Pl- I don't know any of this. I don't
1: play in a system. I am the system. But he really was ta- that was taken out of context, and he really was talking about that he felt like he was in a he was on a leash with Philly, trying to be sort of pushed into a into a box that he didn't fit into, and Farbod was the one who pointed out, hey, this was taken out of context. He wasn't taught. He wasn't saying that, and I think. We saw tonight. He didn't go. He got out there and passed. It's not like he stood there. You you could knock James Harden and say that he loves to stand there, dribble the ball in ISO until the shot clock is down too low and hoist a shot. By the way, when he did that, more than fifty percent of the time he hit his shot and fifty percent from well, he, three. So it, when he
0: did that, he was the NBA scoring leader. I
1: and mean, when he did that tonight, it worked. But that's right. not what he did tonight. He got there passing the ball, and he would have had one more assist. If our man Zubats would start doing what Kawhi Leonard did when Kawhi Leonard got a cute little pass along the baseline, which is don't slow down. Diabate, too. Diabate got his hands on the ball, and he immediately went up into the cup. Zubats had this really—and they're going to have to get used to James Harden's pass. If you think Absolutely. Russell Westbrook— Same thing with Russ, yeah. If you think Russell Westbrook is tricky because of how fast the pass has come, just wait for James Harden. Um, but Zubats loves to get the ball— wait for defenders to be around him go down and then pump fake 15 times and then get fouled and make one shot <laughs> and i love him right. i love him i do love him but like if him. he was if i was if it was off season remember the remember that great thing about Elton Brand and Chris Kamen learned from Elton Brand that every off season you add a new spot you add a new right. shot you add a new skill the skill i'd be pushing for Zubats is to just give him confidence to be, when he's moving downhill and he gets a pass, just go up. Don't just put the go ball up. on the floor. So And, and don't put the ball don't on the floor. Don't try to
0: gather yourself by putting the ball on the floor because no, it's going to and, backfire. And he,
1: he did it a little. The second time he got an opportunity like that, he did it a little. He's going to do it, but it it's difficult to me for me to imagine he's not hearing that from coaches because we're not NBA coaches and we're seeing it every game. Well,
0: I'll tell you something. Zubac, God bless him, the Croatian sensation, he's still kind of banged up because his first cousin from Serbia was on the team just for a matter of moments, and then he got dished to, I think, Sacramento. The guy whose name I've just refused to learn, Philippe Petrov, Petrov. I, I don't remember how to say it, but that was Don't Zubats. say you don't
1: remember. Don't say you don't remember. You couldn't say it when you were reading it. You've You're never been right. able to say it. <laughs>
0: I know it was Philip F I L I P. I don't you got remember right. the last name. That you got right. I know that he was Serbian and I also made up that him and Zubats were first cousins and best friends growing up. Is that they true? They would go to the I'm pretty sure since I made it up it's got to be true. Oh. They would go to the border of Serbia and Croatian, oh, Croatia. Croatia. And they not... would they they would pass the basketball back and forth to each other and and dream of being in the big leagues one day <laughs> together.
1: Weird. You're weird. What 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 I've liked from Zubats, I liked him versus Portland when he had a team high twelve rebounds. I liked him versus Orlando when he had a team high nine rebounds. I yeah. don't like tonight Paul George having the team high and it's only seven rebounds. Yeah, it's, it's no not game. enough. Now, granted, so, but New Zubats, York is you, a you long know, team. You know, I They love give you Zubats.
0: trouble on the glass. I guarantee you, they beat us as a team off the glass, oh, and sure. then certainly the offensive rebounds the the two two of the three losses were because of offensive rebounds not you know going the way of the of the opponent and not you know us just not being able to box out and grab rebounds. That's kind of why we've lost actually all three of them looking back. It's a very, very very early in the season problem. It is a fixable problem. Mason Plumley going down is such a bummer. He is so great. Hopefully Fiondu, excuse me, hopefully Musa Diabate answers the call. This is his shot right now. And we've seen Musa put up massive numbers in the G League Clippers, massive. And he is a beast. So this is it. This is his chance right now. Under the great spotlight of the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, and I hope he shines because it doesn't look like we're going to get plumb back for a couple of weeks. The way that knee bent the wrong way, oh, is very did you, similar. Did,
1: were they talking about it, or did, or you just? That's they just said dad. it was a
0: sprained knee. Ugh. This is D's knees. This is Chris Wild's new segment, D's knees. Oh yes, okay. I'm and here for so it. So it reminded me of when Paul George faced a similar injury when he landed and someone and bent his knee the wrong way. It was very similar to that. Ugh. Paul George stayed, went down, stayed down, had to be carried off the floor.
1: Oh, no. The Plum
0: Dog Millionaire, same thing. Went down, stayed down, had to be carried off the floor. Look, PG was out for months. Now, Plumley is built different. He's a giant horse of a man. He's a shaved bear. He's a shaved golden bear. So Plumlee, I don't think, I think he's going think- to be out.
1: Plumley is actually Danish for shaven bear.
0: Yes. Shaven golden bear. So I don't think he's out two months like PG was. I think we're going to see Plumley again. I just don't know if we see him in November, Hank.
1: No, oh, buddy. I don't like this. I know. I, I thought we well, were going to wrap this thing up on a happy note. I'm bummed. D's I'm bummed. That's
0: D's knees, my
1: man. Ugh. But the, the ankle time rankle report, report is fun.
0: Calf halftime report is strong. I don't think we have any injured calves to talk about. We got a quad clippers, to my knowledge. Is not
1: someone out with a hurt quad? Someone. Oh, is. is it
0: Brandon Boston Jr.? Yeah,
1: Brandon Boston Jr. has got a hurt quadriceps.
0: Well, that's my new segment, quad squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look, the NBA Cup is coming up Friday. We got another game in Brooklyn. Now, tell, now wait All a second. By the time explain you're listening ag- to this tomorrow. Explain,
1: explain it again. How do, we, how do we listen to you call the game?
0: okay so Friday and that's what it is right you're five
1: you play by playing it or you're commentating lounge style It is very
0: commentating lounge style oh, very goodness. similar to Peyton and Eli Manning Brothers Monday Night Football okay? And we
1: listen to it where we see it we watch it oh on it's a live you're, so it's a, a filmed thing
0: oh yeah I'm mean, they're sending a car to the house they're so in, driving me to downtown Los Angeles where I'm sure I will be joined by a Baron Davis or a Quentin Richardson or a Darius Miles. I I think that's why I saw Lamar Odom in the building the other day. I know Odom's done it a bunch. I know that Cat Mobley's done it. So hopefully it'll be me and a former Clipper great is my guess. But as many as two, three, four guys sit around and watch the game and swap old war stories. And I'm there to Tell dad jokes, and so
1: I'm oh, gonna have the a comic, great time and be the comic relief and interview them. Exactly, and buddy. Are you gonna be? Of, in, are you gonna be in Burbank between now and Friday? I possibly. If you are, I want to give you my Richardson jersey, my Odom jersey, and my Miles jersey in case there's autograph opportunities. You should bring your jerseys with you in case you get a chance to get a get an autograph.
0: You, oh, that's a very good call. Just a bag of former Clipper greats. Just have jerseys. them in your bag. Have
1: them in your bag. They roll up real tight.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, these guys, Richardson. I do you? Ha- I, I don't think I have. I don't think I have a Richardson jersey. Anymore I do because and it's my awesome blue say, and orange. It, I think I. I think I modded mine to say Rich Son or Hard Three. No,
1: mine is Hard Three, and it was the black and red that I made Hard Three. <laughs> But my, I still rich son. That's great. And I, but I still no, no, have my San Diego I... Richardson Jersey in great condition. Oh, buddy, I'm going to keep them with me in case you're near Wilshire over the next couple of days or in the bank. I want to go. I wanna...
0: modded my, my Richardson three to say Chris three.
1: That I get.
0: Yeah. That is what I did. And I changed one letter. Like I changed an A into an R, but everything else was there Or I modded something, whatever, regardless I have a Chris C-H-R-I-S-3 jersey that was a Richardson jersey. I don't know if I have I, – I, the most Clipper jerseys I own are all number 7 Lamar Odom. And you remember my crazy fantasy in Staples Center. Before we knew we were going to the Dome – this is millions of years ago – my fantasy was that we would retire Odom's number as half-Elward, half-Clippers to try to unite this great city – LA County and LA City together, but obviously they're never going to do
1: that. No, they're never going to do it. The moment And I,
0: now we get our own stadium. And before I let you go, Hank, who do you retire in the new stadium? Net, do you do you do you retire a jersey in our inaugural season?
1: Uh, I mean, the the way, the reason why you would retire First of all, it would be Blake Griffin. Yes. And agreed. if you were to retire it, it would to me, would be because you had brought him back for a final season, and I think there's too much bad blood. Or well,
0: even just a one-day contract. No, no, that's not. Clipper.
1: I don't mean that. I see what you mean, but I don't mean. He's that. not in the league anymore, Hank. Oh, I thought he was. I thought that he was trying to get onto a team this season. Uh, he's yeah, he he's trying to get on a team. But he played and for the he's Celtics last. Not
0: in the league oh, okay. this season,
1: I I just don't think. I just don't think they do. I don't think he would want that. I think that there's bad blood. Oh, I, the way that they let him go, I think there's bad blood. I could be wrong. It could I be think. Wrong. I mean, I,
0: look, you you want your number retired, regardless of blood or no, or bad yeah, blood. Yeah, and good he did have blood, great years with, the, with the Clippers. Blood.
1: So, but but I think it all depends on what Time happens heals this season. All wounds. It all depends on what happens this season. Kendrick Perkins said today, if the Clippers don't make the conference finals, it is a disaster um, because because of what they've done and because of these. Like, there isn't a more stacked team of names, even though maybe not right. all the names are in their prime. Sure. Um, but we're gonna have to see if they make it to the finals. Kawhi, you know, well, if they look, win, it's
0: look, you can't a chip, retire someone's number until they are retired, obviously. Right? Yes, but, so I
1: retire, but I don't think you're retired,
0: but I don't in the league. DeAndre Jordan's still in the I, league, no,
1: definitely not DeAndre Jordan. Chris DeAndre Paul are,
0: Jordan does hold all sorts of clipper records, does it Most games matter. played? Doesn't most matter. rebounds, most minutes.
1: I don't think you. I don't think you retire most, someone unless they're most the-
0: people murdered on the floor by a dunk.
1: He's not famous enough.
2: He's so not you would think enough. it would
0: be Blake Griffin,
1: thirty-two, but you're still, but you're on the fence. I, I just, I think it's, on, I'm on the fence whether or not they would do it, and if they did it, that's who gets it. So you're saying if they retire
0: a number in Blake their Griffin. inaugural dome
1: season. It's gotta be Blake Griffin. One hundred percent. You don't retire Chris Paul's number. You don't do it. I agree.
0: I and just people don't... Pe- people by the way disagree with that. People think it should be Chris Paul. People think it was Chris Paul that changed the culture. No. I would argue that it's a Chris Blake Paul Griffin would not that have changed come the culture.
1: No, he came to the Clippers because of Blake Griffin. The, the only reason anyone wants this is we said this for years and we were right. No one was ever going to come to the Clippers unless we had some young, amazing, incredible draft, number one draft pick that came and changed us into an exciting winning team. And that was why Chris Paul wanted to play here, was because of Blake Griffin. And that's why everyone else wanted to play here, was because of Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and Chris Paul. But it all started with Blake Griffin. And who was our GM at the time? Was it Neil O'Shea?
0: Sure. But it was really Dunleavy who did it.
1: Sure. But nonetheless, Because like,
0: we look at what Neil O'Shea did in Portland. Like, he went to Portland. He didn't do anything in
1: Portland. No, he just got Blake Griffin. We just got the no. f- number and one pick. I'm telling you, it was,
0: it was Mike Dunn Genius, which is a nickname I tried really hard to catch on, and no one really liked they it. They were too busy screaming, fire, Dunn, Levy. And I was like, you can't fire Dunn Genius. All right, so here's what I would say to you, and this is just so on the nose— so safe, which is maybe why they could do it, although it is wacky, retire Ralph Lawler number 100. Lawler 100. Lawler's Law. Retire it in the rafters. It's safe. It's easy. Nobody gets hurt. There's no hurt feelings. There's no bad blood. That being said, Hank, there's part of me that thinks we didn't do enough to retire
1: anybody at all. You don't hang, you don't hang anything until you're hanging a championship banner. And by the way, you know, I love Ralph Lawler. Lawler. I've been on television dressed as him on Halloween, sneaking into his broadcast. Right. I That's love right. him. But how long ago did Brian Seaman start calling games? Was it six years ago? Lawler retired. I will tell you because I'm looking at the uh, the
0: Ralph Lawler night Wednesday, April 10th. What year was this? 40th. God, he did it 40 seasons. Ah, this doesn't have a date on it. Son of a gun! I took a great picture with Luke Walton on at Ralph Lawler's retirement party after that night. Lawler that probably, announced. Yeah, f-
1: Lawler announced he would retire. He would retire at the end of the 2018-19 season. There you go. Four so, years. So ago. it's only been four years now that I say that. I, I don't know, man. We listened to almost every game called by R- Lawler. We met him. We were around him. I just right. don't know. Five years later, you retire his microphone number. I don't know. I don't know if you do right. it. Time has passed well, and the NBA has a very, very short memory. So agreed. It, and by, and let me be clear about this. It's not that I don't think he deserves to have it retired. If we were retiring numbers, then when he retired four years ago, you would retire his Jersey with the microphone, like you do with Chick Hearn, or the hundred is and brilliant. Put number one hundred. How you fun know? is that? Lawler's law, first one hundred wins. H- brilliant, oh my, it's brilliant. But I, I don't think you hang a banner. You, don't, you don't hang anything until you're hanging a chip banner. That's my two cents on it. Well, I think we i, I
0: personally, I think we we retire Blake Griffin. We retire DeAndre Jordan. We retire Ralph Lawler and we hang up our Pacific Division Champion banners in our dome. I don't I think we don't run away from the past. Now, I am in the minority thinking this way and everyone disagrees with me, but that's what I would do.
1: Yeah, I I just don't think, you'd do just don't think you do it. And then before I
0: let you go because yeah. we're talking about stuff in the dome and we're putting on our, hypo, our, our hypothetical caps. A lot of people really think that Stephen Ballmer is going to change the logo up when we get into the new Dome as a rebrand. Not change the name of the team, change the logo. What are your thoughts on this? I would like to tell you before you expand that I don't think he does it.
1: I don't think he does it. I think that the logo has, has caught on. And I personally think the logo, when it is inside a basketball, works. And I don't love it when it's not inside a basketball. You know like the original the original stick basketball logo of the Clippers like you put the LAC in the middle of the basketball the round circle. I think it looks kind of cool. But I don't think you rebrand again unless you're changing the name of the team, which I don't see him doing. Right. So no, I don't think I don't think he, don't think he does a new logo. And and they're so into making all these different city jerseys and all these different alternate jerseys. They get enough different ways to promote and change things. I don't don't think they mess with it.
0: Unless they go back to the original. I just know that he's a tech guy, and he comes from that tech world, and apparently he used some tech design company to design the logo, didn't go in-house. And you look at Microsoft, which is where he made his billions. Microsoft is that same four squares red green blue yellow and then the word microsoft and they have those four squares that maybe they turn into kind of like a flag and it's kind of folding in the wind but it's just always that microsoft windows it's just you 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 get that logo and then you just hold on to it as long as possible so that you have brand awareness yeah that's and so that's Ballmer correct balmer came in balmer came in and took over the team after that we beat the Warriors in seven first round and we lose to Russell Westbrook's OKC Thunder second round, whenever the heck that was, with Lob City. So Balmer takes over the next season and then changes the logo very quickly. And there's just nothing about Stephen Balmer where he, he just doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would say, you know what? I was wrong. The logo stinks. I was wrong. The logo stinks. He obviously called what the logo was. He chose it. He 100% chose it. And I think
1: he's going to stand by it for a very, very long time. No, I think so. I think so, too. And I have to say it's grown on me. I I mean, do you know a lot of people who have hated the logo as much as I have? I have hated it. I've hated it. I didn't even want like I had to really look You bought me a hat for my birthday last year and I wouldn't buy one with that logo on it. And now as I'm looking at it again, I'm looking at it right now on my computer side by side. I have the version of the logo. There's three versions of the logo. There's the logo with clippers underneath it with these weird half parentheses, these parentheses facing up and down. That's not great. There's the logo that is only the LAC. To me, that is terrible. But the but the basketball <laughs> you like it inside the basket. I love it. Oh. I truly you love it. I don't love just it. I don't just like it in I don't just You've, t- grown grown, You've grown to love it. I've grown grown to love. I've grown to love it. I do, I hate it the LAC. I hate it with the Clippers underneath it, written underneath it. But the ball by itself I like it. With the LAC. So if I've done that then how many other people have grown to love it and it's been 5 years. It's right. been 5 We've years. Reached. He he would have he would have already in all of the visits to the dome that have been done on media day and all this. He would already have done the new logo and he would have it all over the building and all over that stuff. He's not he wouldn't get this far and then switch it when he opens the dome. I just don't see it.
0: I flew in an airplane, which is a weird flex, but I flew in an airplane and landed on Sunday. That was yesterday. I wasn't flying directly over the dome, so I couldn't see if indeed the LAC logo was on top of the dome. But I did fly over the dome, and I got real good eyeballs on that dome. And I will send you the video that I took of the dome from that plane window. That dome is almost ready to go. When I flew out of town on Thursday, I was driving to the airport, and I saw the dome From a highway entrance, like going off the 405, whatever, going over to the 105, you can see SoFi Stadium or whatever the hell it's called, and you can see the ball sack. And on Thursday, they had this massive crane outside the dome, and the crane was gone by Sunday. That building is darn near finished. They are going to be ready to cook. Well,
2: I'm- Hold on. They're not going in early, but we are
0: going to be there and we are going to be loud and proud.
1: I'm looking right now at two things. I'm looking at an artist rendering of the dome um, in the LA Journal and it has the LAC logo on the top of it inside the basketball and it looks amazing. But I'm also looking at something that says- That says video, flyover video of the Intuit dome And what I'm looking at says Intuit Intuit Dome.
0: Yes, it's and it's the Intuit logo. So I think it's I
1: think it's gonna be
0: that. I'm not into it, Hank.
1: I am not into that logo. I mean, I got to tell you, the artist rendering version of this thing is stunning. There's like, are there truly trees inside the complex? This thing's amazing.
0: It's gonna be the crown jewel of basketball arenas. She's gonna live there on planet earth. It's going to be one of the great sporting venues on planet earth, but it will be the premier place to see professional basketball on earth. And that is not hyperbole. I am going to send you right now. The video I took flying over the dome. So you can take a look at it and see it in glorious high definition because Hank, you're worth it, pal. And you deserve to see this gorgeous dome shot that I took and gosh, I just hate social media so much. I guess I'll have to post it on at LAClipcast Instagram eventually. I'm just not in a rush to do it because I just, I'm like I said, I'm taking a cleanse of social media and it's just been great to get off social media, and especially X. I just hate that dumpster fire. I just read today that they lost something like 10% of their users since the, since the foul aroma or musk took over so i i'm not not alone in leaving x it's it's my ex it's my ex twitter is my ex well she deserves to be happy but she's not exactly unlike all our exes who are doing far oh they're they're thrilled they're (laughs) thrilled so i just sent you the video of the dome is it possible you possible for you to watch it and tell the listener what you're experiencing as you enjoy this glorious, high-definition HD Hank Dittman video that I sent you the other day when I landed All right. at LAX just All right. hours ago, yesterday. All right, hold on. Let's see. You see the wing? You see the wing of the plane? Talk us through it. This is, and the business is called Radio Silence. Talk us through it, Hank.
1: Well, oh, I'm trying to... I'm playing it next to my microphone because there's a soundtrack. I can't hear it. You will, you will in my microphone. It's playing. Oh, that's really nice. It says Intuit Dome on top. I'm going to put my microphone back in. It says Intuit Dome on top for sure, dude. 100%. It's got Intuit oh, Dome Oh, yeah. On top.
0: I, p- I did put Drake's Just Hold On, We're Going Home over it because I thought it was very appropriate because that's going to be our future home. And the artist that designed this or the architect when you fly over it he wanted you to think it looked like a ball going through a hoop which i think it absolutely does and he absolutely nailed well, it well it's got a swirl Beautiful.
1: it's got a swirl so it's almost like it's around the bowl toilet hole that's which is my favorite <laughs> call which is what i yell when the ball goes round and around the rim before it drops through i yell round the around ball round the ball toilet, toilet hole, hole.
0: Every time you can set your watch to, which I actually
1: think, if I'm on, if I'm being really honest, I think I meant to say around the whole toilet bowl. But we had been drinking at the game, and that was about 20 years ago.
0: And we've never changed it. We
1: never that wrong commitment to a bit
0: the bowl toilet Toilet hole. (laughs) Well, it fell in the hole at the end. I mean, that implies that it fell in the hole. It went into the hole. Yeah, at the toilet. All right, Clipper Nation, Friday, please by all means. If you don't have Clipper Vision, get it. Watch the game Friday on Baller Vision. And if you want to watch Seaman call the game, by all means, watch Seaman call the game, and then watch me watch the game after. And now you know how it ends. So you know who wins, who loses. Clippers win. Mavericks lose. I predict James Harden's going to fit in really well with this team. I liked what I saw tonight, obviously in a losing effort. But the man, the big... The big criticism that I hear about Harden is that it's all ISO. He likes the ball in his hands. He likes to control everything. He likes to do that Mr. Stepback, the patron of pick and roll or whatever they call him. Here's the thing. The man led the league in assists. So for all the... For all the haters out there saying, oh, he needs the ball in his hands. Well, he sure does pass a lot since he led the league in passing a lot. So, yes, there were years where he was the scoring leader. And, yes, he was the league MVP, as was Russell Westbrook, Mr. Triple Double. But this man led the league in assists last season. He actually helped Joel Embiid get his first ever MVP. So why not bring him into the fold and help him get Paul George's first ever NBA championship to get Clipper franchises first ever NBA championship. I like what I saw. Obviously, I wanted a W. I'm very intrigued what's happening Wednesday at Brooklyn. And then, of course, for the first game of the coveted NBA Cup seeding round Friday at Dallas. Burbank Hank, give me your final thoughts on James Harden before you sound
1: that horn. I like him. I like it. He needs time. Don't panic, Clippers Nation.
0: Can I be honest? I thought at first you were panicking, but then I was like, oh, thank God. It's just the sound of the glorious
1: horn. Oh, my God. I would never panic about what? James Harden? said
0: don't panic and then you went like you sounded like you're almost panicking oh no that's having a very audible panic attack oh it's just a classic misdirect i just sound the horn that's all it is